I'm Steven. And I'm Kevin. In today's episode of the Steven and Kevin Show, we're going to talk about leaving voicemails. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 74 of the Stephen and Kevin Show. And today we're going to be talking about leaving voicemails. We get the question often when we're out speaking or during webinars where advisors will say, well, should I leave a voicemail? And if I do, what do I say? Yeah, and oftentimes when people are asking that question, it's around their cold calling. And that's not really what we're talking about here today. Maybe some warm calling, but right. more of just general voicemail etiquette that might sound petty. It might sound like this is something that... Uh, you should learn. This is so basic, but it makes a big difference in terms of the number of calls you get back and whether or not generally you frustrate the other people in your life, right? So <laughs> that's true. Voicemails. And you might be wondering, how do you have two millennials who are here talking about voicemails? Because, you know, you can look at us and tell them we don't like voicemail. And there's some truth to that. Mm -hmm. uh, but by being someone who is a voicemail skeptic, a voicemail, uh, I don't know, a voicemail hater, if you will. Uh, maybe we're the best people to give advice on voicemails. Yeah, that, that's a good point. I mean, in advance of our um, our call today, we we both pulled out our phones and we listened to the last five voicemails that we had, right? And you know, I have one. Most of them are from either my parents, uh, uh, you know, or or a salesperson. And I was thinking about that too. My parents always leave voicemails. It got to the point where my voicemail was like full, so people couldn't leave voicemails oh, yeah, anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mine were older people. Here were mine in order, Kevin. Mine was number one, Matt, Matt Oxley with a butt dial. Number two. With a butt dial? With a really? butt dial. Uh, number two, a prospect call, somebody prospecting me. Number three, my neighbor, a legitimate voicemail. Number four, a prospect of mine calling me back. Number five, another sales call. Now, I think that's one of the reasons why you get frustrated with voicemails is that you're looking at the calls and you're saying if half of these, more or less, are ones that are totally unnecessary or mm -hmm. junk, you don't get real excited when you see the flag go up that you've got a voicemail. Can you play one of those? Uh, oh, yeah. I'll play the one that I thought was kind of funny. Uh, this is from someone prospecting me. We'll see if we can dissect this one a little bit. Hi, good morning, Stephen. This is Jordan with Easy Post, the Easy Logistics Shipping and Fulfillment Company. Uh, I was on your website, and I was just about ready to buy a couple of these books and uh, check out, but I do notice that your shipping rates are pretty expensive. Uh, reach out to me and find out how we can generally save you about 25 to 35% on your shipping and fulfillment needs. If you'd like to find out how or just more information, uh, give me a call back at 415-231-6009. So everybody call that guy. <laughs> um, no, but interestingly enough, and I, and I don't know how well that came through the mic, so we'll have to see. We might have to use the audio a different way. But um, he opens up with the name of his company and a tagline. Did you and notice a, that? And a blatant lie, by the, by yeah, the way. And I thought I'll give lie. him an A for effort, but he did lie to me. The guy's not buying one of our books. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he's a logistics company. He's not going in and— He calls and, everybody with that same script that says, hey, I was about to buy one of your books, but then I saw shipping. It's like, no, no, well, we only write for financial advisors, so why were you on our site and looking yeah, at books? exactly. Anyway, but yeah, you, when you look through some of that, it gives you a perspective of like, hey, there's a right and wrong way to do it. When I looked through mine and I thought of what are some of the good messages versus bad, the good ones, if there are any more things like my neighbor who called about my son— being in his house and he's going to come home shortly 
yeah. right? One of those things. The bad ones were ones where I was looking through some that were legitimate voicemails. Uh, I had a two-minute and ten-second voicemail from a, uh, a commercial mortgage person who left. I was looking at the transcript. A lot of details. We're in the middle of an office move. Um, a lot of details about rates and terms and all this stuff. And I'm looking through two, two minutes and change worth of a voicemail. That's not a good voicemail. And if you know Stephen's personality, he doesn't want all that detail. No, I, I can guarantee I didn't listen to that whole thing. Yeah. There's no way. So anyway, we're going to walk you through five tips today on leaving voicemails. We're going to start with what you probably would say is the most important voicemail that you would leave. And this is leaving a voicemail for a prospect. So let's say you get a Facebook lead form, right? Or you get someone on LinkedIn who says, yes, give me a call, right? Or you get some, something, or maybe, maybe it is a cold call, or whatever it might be, but this is a prospect scenario. How do you go about leaving them a voicemail that hopefully increases the likelihood of them calling you back? Yeah, I like it. So for example, this guy that, that we played, if he had said, if he had left off just with the beginning, hey, this is such and such, and I was on your site and I was looking around, yeah. and he didn't reference his company name or any of that stuff, and he just says, hey, give me a call back when you get a chance. Uh, I had some questions for you. I would have called him back. I would have had to. You would have called him back. I would have been annoyed by it, so, but I, I would have called him back. So what we say is like when you're calling a prospect, leave some intrigue. Don't give them so much information that they can make the decision to call you back or not. Right. If, if, if it's the right move or not. Yeah. So, for example, if it's the mortgage guy and he's leaving terms and rates and stuff, what if I listen to that and I think, well, that's not a very good deal. Why I'm not going to call him back. Whereas right. if I got him on the line, he would have had a chance to explain and perhaps uh, convince us to move forward. Exactly. So leave some intrigue when you're calling a prospect. Don't give them too much information. Number two, if you're calling an accountant, give some detail. Right. Steven's not an accountant, but he just got a ton of detail in that voicemail. Yeah, but if you let's say, for example, if you're, you're talking to your COIs and you want to leave a good voicemail, if they're a very detailed person by nature, like many accountants are, don't leave the messages like, hey, Steven here, call me back. They're like, well, what, uh, at what time should I call you back <laughs> yeah. and at what number and what is the nature of this call? Yeah, it, right? well, exactly. I mean, if you look at a, a DISC profile, right, and most of you are familiar with, with DISC, um, you know, accountants – Typically, if that's probably one of the main COIs we're talking about, typically are, are C personality, meaning that they like a lot of detail. Mm -hmm. So you should give them what they want in that voicemail. Yeah, absolutely. Stephen Boswell here. I've got a client who I think, I think might need your services. Here's her situation. Here's my number. Here's when I'll be following up. I want to give all that. Yeah, and, they, and they'll actually like that, and they're probably more, more likely to respond to you. Um, number three. I, I like this one. This is one that if, if you're in doubt, whether you're talking to maybe uh, maybe it's a prospect, maybe it's a, a client, maybe it's just a family member, but try and match the style of the person's prompt, meaning that if I call up Steven and he says, hey, it's Steven, leave me a message, click. Do I sound like that? I, well, I don't know if you sound like that or probably. not. I, I don't know if I've ever left you a voicemail. But if, if, if I get that, then I don't go on and drone on and on for two or three minutes on the voicemail. I say, hey, Stephen, Kevin, give me a call back when you have a second. I want to talk about a few things, right? Yeah, exactly. On the flip side, if it's someone who says, please leave me a detailed message yeah. stating the reason for your call, <laughs> then you know, give them the detail. No, no, no. Here's, here's how it starts. Today is March 23rd, and I am out of the office. It's like, man, they recorded that that morning. You know, you know, you know those? Oh, yeah. That's how you know you have a really detailed person on, on the hook. So, um, and, and, and frankly, that, that training came, um, I mean, that comes out of a lot of DISC personality training where you're trying to match and model people's personalities, right? Uh, and you can tell a lot just by the type of voicemail prompt that someone has. Right. Number four in terms of tips, don't leave voicemails for people who don't do voicemails. And okay. you might say, well, how do I know that? Well, let's say, uh, for example, you call me and you leave me a message and I call you right back. 
because that's what I would do if you called my cell phone. I might not listen to the message. I would just call you back. And I would tell you, oh, I didn't, I, I didn't check the message. Next time, don't leave me a message. You right. know that's the way I operate. I'm just going to – the fact that you called and I missed that call means I need to call you back. I get that. Yeah, try, try text messaging, right? If Absolutely. That's maybe what you prefer. Um, so, uh, again, I, I think that's a really good point. So if you know that that's not your preference over time, don't leave you voicemails. It's almost a hassle. Yeah, so when you think about how do I arrive at that, number one, if, it, if through their actions they show you they don't check your voicemails, don't send it, don't leave them voicemails anymore. Two, open up a dialogue around communication and what they prefer. So mm. right when you take on a new client, for example, or right when you start working with a new prospective client, you might throw in a question like, hey, you know, when I go to reach out to you, uh, are you more of a text person or email? Um, you know, just get, get the dialogue going about how they want to be communicated with. I like it. Number five. This is our final tip, and this, was a, this, this actually tip was broken by the sales call that you had, and that says when you're doing prospecting, don't start with your company name. Right, and the gentleman who left you a voicemail. Not only did he start with his company name. This is so and so from X Y Z Logistics, where logistics is easy and blah blah blah. <laughs> he gave you a tagline, right? And that just reeks and reeks of sales. And I mean, immediately you're turned off. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm I like kind of blown away that he gave you a tagline. Um, so yeah, don't do taglines. Uh, you do think about this. Uh, some other quick tips here. Keep them short, right? Thirty seconds or less makes for a good voicemail. Uh, leave your email. If you think there might be an email person, say, hey, Kevin, uh, call me back, or if it's something you can answer by email, my email address is mm. X and Y. That's good. Um, what are these, bonus tips over here? Hey, thanks yeah. for uh, just a little something. Yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying to, like, eye some of your, your tips here. But, no, I, I think it's just, it, it's just being mindful before you make the call, what the purpose of the call is, what voicemail you might leave and thinking about that all before you pick up the phone. I know for me, sometimes I'll pick up the phone and I get to the voicemail and you're like, Oh wait, should I leave one? Oh uh, yeah. And then what do I say? And then you stumble through it and it's like, well, that didn't go very well. Can yeah. I, how do you delete this? Good uh, point. So plan out if you especially when you're making prospect calls, right? If you're making prospect calls, plan out what the voicemail is going to be because there's a good chance you're going to give voicemail. Yeah. And I'm a person who doesn't mind leaving voicemails. If it's somebody who wants a voicemail and, uh, I just don't like getting them. Yeah. Is that odd? But that's just the way it works. Yeah. Anyway, hey, if you haven't checked it already, the Learning Center, brand new content. It is really cool, all built around a benchmarking assessment to help compare your business versus all the others in the industry, especially the top performers. Yeah. The courses in there are really robust and practical. You can get in there and learn about client events, LinkedIn, how to keep metrics on your business. There's such a wide variety of courses it will fit for anybody. It's only 99 bucks a month. So if you haven't yet, take a tour of it. You'll love it. 